Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Business Success Podcast. Today, Jonathan and I are joined by Kate Bleasdale and Sam Goldman from Nirvana Vets, um, who are first and foremost two very cool people, but also Nirvana Vets is an incredible company um, and we're going to learn more about that today. So quick intros, I'm Adriana, I work for Business Success Marketing and HR. We've got... Jonathan Keeble, Director of Business Success Southwest Limited, which is HR and Marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Kate. Um, myself and Sam are directors at Nirvana Vets, um, qualified vet and poodle lover. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anything to add, Sam? Yeah, no, hello, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm the other director for Nirvana Vets. Mm, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for being here with us today. It's very exciting. You're our first guests on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Thanks for making the trip. Um, both Jonathan and I, as you know, have our own dogs. So we know how much love there is when it comes to your pets. They are part of your Absolutely. family. Um, and obviously with that comes the inevitable eventually of saying goodbye, which is something that none of us want to think about, is it? No. Um, and it's something that we avoid thinking about until the time when it just has to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when Nirvana Vets come in. So you guys offer the alternative to taking your dog or your cat into the vet to say goodbye and actually off the at-home euthanasia service. Yeah. So just yeah. tell us a little bit more about Nirvana Vets and, and kind of what was the catalyst to getting started? Yeah, so, I mean, Nirvana Vets is it's our baby, really. <laughs> we, uh -huh. um, I mean, we know that when we, you know, thinking, thinking of our parents' dogs who were older, you know, we've got Bertie, who's 11 and a half, Hector, who's 12 and a half. And the pair of them hate, they just hate the vets with a passion. Absolutely hate it. They mm -hmm. turn into quivering messes. Hector pretends that he's not worried, but is very, very worried. <laughs> Bertie will just flat out lie on the floor, refuse to move anywhere. So you can't, you know, they're just, it's, it's a really, really negative, horrible bad connotations environment for them bad things mm. happen there they get stabbed with needles it hurts they don't like it it's very very, very stressful yeah and the last thing that i could that i would ever want for either of those dogs is to spend their final moments in that horrible place mm. um and you know there's no you know the vet practice can be as nice as it, as it can be i mean you know vets care nurses care they do everything they can to make their patients comfortable but at the end of the day when you are you know no one likes going to hospital no one likes going to the dentist it doesn't matter how nice your dentist yeah. is you you just you're just not mm -hmm. going to you know it's you go because you have to you don't go because it's a fun day out of course. and um the last thing we want is for our boys to you know be in mm. be in that place in in their final moments and it's to just be as scared. important for the owners though isn't it oh absolutely yes. having yeah. that last That's bit e of time exactly yeah. uh, because i think we've all had our at some stage had to put our dogs down yes. at some stage and i remember the best one I, that ever happened the experience i had with me with uh, with uh, with a border collie where you know, I had her in a field and I was working and she was watching work, me working and the sun was on her oh. and mm -hmm. the vet came up because we called the vet out and he came up and put her to sleep. Mm -hmm. And that was just a lovely place to be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that was really good for my mental well-being. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. the dog was in a good place mm -hmm. and wouldn't yeah. have known any, any different. Yeah. And that's the sort of service that you're providing. Yeah. And it helps people, I think, to recover from, from what is quite a traumatic experience. Um, you know, just having an environment that is 
not you know not stressful for the dog it's just one element that that we can control at least that that will just help make that yeah. grieving process a bit easier to, to to go through I think something that I think it was one of our I think she was our first client ever with Nirvana Vets and her feedback was um and she's actually a I think she was a clinical psychologist but her feedback mm. was that we had removed the trauma mm from saying goodbye which meant that the healing process was accelerated because we were you know when you're when you go through that you've got the trauma of it happening yeah and it that you know that can be quite severe if that if can it, stay with you forever you know really. the, yeah the trauma of it can can stay forever if it was a particularly traumatic mm. you know goodbye um you know if it was a, an emergency or something like that um but then you've got the grief but this client felt that by removing the trauma and her only having you know the grief and loss yeah. to deal with it's accelerated that he you know that that healing process mm. that there was it was just one thing off her plate yeah, to, yeah. And it's a heck of, heck of a gift to give to a dog as well to let them yeah. depart in a happy place in their own surroundings it's a, it's a great gift not yeah. only for the dog that you're giving mm. but also for your family as well that because you're going to have to break the news to the family yeah and to say you've not taken the dog to a like an alien place because mm-hmm. I, I certainly when i take my dog to the to the vets mm-hmm. it gets the shakes and it gets all worried yeah. and stuff yes. like that yeah so the fact that you're actually bringing all this you know to the home environment is yeah. it's a very yeah. nice thing to do yeah Absolutely. we like to think really we're, we're vets in disguise and I, I like to think most of our patients they don't realize that mm. we're vets when, mm-hmm. when we're at an owner's house and that that's yeah that's yeah. important so what, what are really. sort of the biggest challenges that you have you know uh, performing this I guess there's, there's there's the there's the two sides of it. There's I think that the most challenging thing is is to be honest managing people because we know how to manage dogs and cats. You know we yeah. know how we we know what what a dog might throw at us. They might yeah. be worried. They might not want us to touch them, and we can manage that. So I think that's actually the 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 lesser side of things unless you've got a particularly challenging dog. But you know you can always you can always manage it. But I think managing the owner side of things and helping support them through that process and I think a lot of you know mo- most visits you, you know you know there's it's people are they kind of know what's going to happen if they've been through it before but I think particularly for you know first the first time that that they're going through it managing their stress mm. and helping them to not project that onto their pets um i think i find that quite challenging yeah Um, it's managing the environment so mm. that it's as relaxing as possible for the dog or cat and the owner Mm -hmm. Um, and that can sometimes be the most challenging thing when you've got lots of factors perhaps children for example that are getting distressed um you know or, or other pets that, that you've got to manage that that might not be perhaps helping the situation yeah. um so sometimes we we have to sort of um well it's taking control really of the situation yeah. to ensure yeah. that we can mold this experience to be as relaxing as possible yeah exactly. testament to you guys that you can actually do that because it that's it's not just going in and, and kind of doing, the, doing job. the job yeah it's actually the big picture here yeah which mm. is incredible yeah. so I think, it's I think, amazing i think the thing that sort of impresses me the most you, you you know you come from full employment from a veterinary surgery and stuff like that yeah you have a vision that's going to have an impact mm-hmm. on pet owners and their pets mm-hmm. and you've 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 moved away from the security of what i 
would guess it's a pretty well-paid job, all right, to launch this. I mean, that's a heck of a leap. I mean, how yeah. do you feel about doing the leap? <laughs> Gosh, it is a good leap. We just try yeah. to not think about it, really. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> one way. Do you know what? I didn't yeah. even think about it that no. way. It was just it was a bit of a that's leap what of we were going to do. Um, yeah. But we, we knew what we wanted to achieve, really, yeah. didn't we? And, and, and we, we believed we could do it. Yeah. And, and um, there were moments of doubt, certainly, though. Definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 But I think, yeah. I think we kind of felt a bit of a responsibility yes. to... Yeah. to offering that for people particularly mm. during covid i think you know not people not being able to go into the vets with their dogs was was traumatic all around you know it was not yeah. good for mm. vets it wasn't good for dogs it wasn't good for cats and it wasn't good for owners um and i think that we we really felt a sense of responsibility that well you know our bertie you know bertie and hector our parents dogs were guaranteed that that would be able to happen because if they're, you know, if their own vets at home because they don't, they don't live down here, um, couldn't do it. We know that we could step in and, and make sure that they got, they got that. But yeah. you know, we really felt a sense of responsibility to all the owners that us being in practice and working full time, we've had to say no to people. Mm. You know, I've had yeah. people begging me on the phone for me to come to their house to do it, but in my job, I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. I couldn't. No. I had yeah. to say no because there wasn't there wasn't the infrastructure in place to, to be able to do that within the practice mm. and it may put other patients at risk because, you know, there weren't enough vets in the building and um, I think that really gave us that sense of responsibility to be able to yeah. deliver that to owners to and that sort of pushed us through. Yeah. This, this vision of yours is not just a, a local solution to pet owners, mm. you know, and pets. You want to take this wider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. What's what's next for Nirvana Vets? What does the future look like? Yeah. Well it's um I mean it's all sort of materialising as we as we as go we along, speak. to be honest. It's um, you know, working working it out as we go. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I think ultimately ultimately the plan is that we want to empower other vets to be able to make the leap that we did, but in a in a in a bit more of a less scary way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, just just giving giving those building blocks and and helping helping support them mm-hmm. through that. Could you just sort of like just go through the whole process from, you know, the pet owner picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. What actually yeah. happens? Well, um what we like to offer, uh we we always guarantee owners that they will be able to speak to a vet free of charge. Um, for a conversation about their pet's final moments. Um, we don't... Um, I suppose it's, it's just really important that you have a veterinary surgeon that can have these conversations because um, often there's a lot of counselling really required. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 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 we just spend a lot of time listening on the phone and you've got to give yeah. people that time to, um, to, to speak. Um, and, and it's really important that we get that timing just right you know so the owner feels that they've um not got any regrets really yeah um going forwards so that that really is the, the first process um and then what we'll do is we'll, we'll book them in over the phone most of the time yeah. um once we've agreed you know on the timing yeah so we'll you know they'll be they'll be booked in we ask them to um 
get ask their vets to transfer their records over to us just so that we've right. got a full clinical picture we know how much they weigh we know what dosages we can use um and we also then know if there's any medications we need to avoid for example you know a dog with heart failure there's certain medications that we won't give them um so we get their get their clinical history over um they you know there is a, a deposit to sort of secure us coming out um and then then we turn up so um when we get there clients have got you know and it depends on the owner some some owners know it's definitely time there's no Mm. question about it they've been through it before or not um but they they know that now you tend to know don't you you tend to know when the time is right but some people do need a bit more um talking through about it you know if for example they've got questions that they you know from seeing the vets will have questions about the disease that their animal you know is is suffering from and um you know sometimes they do you know obviously you know we give them the opportunity to rack our brains of if they you know if we think that there is anything else that can be done and it does happen occasionally that that we do go to someone's house um and we examine their pet talk through you know with them how how their dog has been um and sometimes we do make the recommendation that actually we don't um you know we don't go through with the euthanasia on that day um and i think that that gives people a lot of peace of mind that we're not we're not just going out there to to do the job we're going out there to assess their animal and Mm. come to a a mutual decision and you know agreement with them yeah. I think sometimes when when it's been a very slow decline and it's a chronic condition, it it can be quite difficult for owners to know well where does the moment Where's come the where the quality of life is no longer good enough. Yeah. It mm. it's often not black and white as to you know either good enough or not good enough. It it's mm-hmm. really a spectrum, and so those are those conversations we sometimes have to have when it's yeah. just a really gradual decline. It it, sure. it is it is yeah. difficult and not clear always. So so it does yeah. sometimes Some require will not want to let go and yeah and you absolutely. have to you have to think of the interest of the dogs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I sometimes th- we have this uh, you know where there is a consultation at the beginning um but 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 most of the time as as Kate says I think generally the owner has received advice from their usual vet practice that it's time and they're happy with their decision yeah um, yeah yeah they're comfortable with it yeah so, so just, it won- yeah no go on, go on <laughs> so, I'm kind of it. I'm so yeah, fascinating this you- I got loads of questions yeah. <laughs> so once um once that decision's been made we go through the consent form um make sure that you know we've got their signature and everything and that everything's been explained um and then we'll proceed with the sedation so the sedation um depending on if it's a cat or a dog works slightly differently but the end goal of the sedation regardless is that they are completely asleep Mm-hmm. completely unaware unconscious and that it's not going to bother them when we give them the final medication and the pet all. owner can be with the dog exactly. at the time yeah. as well Absolutely. yeah and, and wherever yeah, yeah wherever the the pet's most happy yeah we do them in the garden oh, yeah. we've, we've done them in a paddock in the yeah. fields. We've, we've done them um in people's yeah. bedrooms wherever yeah. wherever the pet is just most yeah. settled uh, yeah. and the sedation really um it's we, we've formulated and designed the 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 medicines to be used in a combination where the pet just feels like they are drifting off to sleep after sort of a, a hard long day like, mm. like they normally would yeah. um so it, it it comes across to the owner as as very relaxed and owners always say 
um, but because the, the sedation has some painkillers in as well, if, if the pet is, um, you know, experiencing a bit of discomfort, the, the owners always say to us, oh, it, they're sort of sleeping and, and look so peaceful like they used to look before they were ill. Yeah. Um, so it's quite therapeutic for the owner, actually, it's the, the sedation as well. It's a memory. It's incredibly yeah. special. Yeah. It's such a hard time. I just can't think of a better option yeah. for people that, that can do that. It very this much is really, we know you too, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. And it's not something yeah. I've ever had to, to yeah. deal with, ever. Cause well, we both, we've both got new dogs, haven't we? Mine's yes. 15 months old. You've always had dogs, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, so all my life. Yeah, it. yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I would have loved to have used your services. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, you've got lots of resources. And, and help and things available on your website but also yeah. your Facebook page your Instagram page yeah. is also really useful um, for people to check out and keep up with what you're doing Absolutely. yeah um, so, so so when the dog's gone yeah what happens then what happens then the so we we can we can organise cremation, you know, sort everything out. Oh, nice. um, we do, we, there is a weight limit, unfortunately, because when you've got a dog that's the same weight as a human, we just can't deal <laughs> yeah, with it. It's right. just too much. Yeah. And it's very, very uncommon, but, you know, you do you do come across 70 to 90 kilo wow. dogs, which is, yeah, yeah just, just take, yeah, a little, yeah. Um, but uh, provided they're under 45 kilos, um, we, um, you know, we'll, we'll take them away with us at the end of the visit, um, in a very, um, you know, discreet sort of stretcher, um, that, that we use, um, and arrange the cremation and then our nurse Abby returns, um, you know, returns the ashes back to, back to their house. Um, you know, we obviously don't put them in the post or leave them on doorsteps or anything like that. It's, you know, handover that's your um, personal touch yeah. that's right yeah, yeah. and we yeah. work with a really Absolutely. nice crematorium yeah. um sort of in the local area they've got you know lovely landscaped gardens it's much like a you know human cemetery really it's yeah, very it's sort really of peaceful and serene spot. there um and so the two main options really for the cremation is whether the owner wants the ashes returned to them yeah um which would be an individual cremation or if they don't because obviously it's a very individual decision and so for some people receiving the ashes back might actually sort of be be unhelpful yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. um so then they have a nice solution in that situation where they they scatter the 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 ashes in the landscape gardens of the pet cemetery Mm -hmm. and then owners can go and visit that site if if they would like to so Mm -hmm. it's a nice setup there yeah, and of course yeah. you've got the option to actually do it all yourself, I suppose. Or yes, if you want to bury exactly. in a public garden or yeah. something yeah. or stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Yeah. So you're a dog owner. Yeah, but I tell know. us a bit more about being your dog owner because you do a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you love your dog, don't you? We can't do. go the podcast without talking about Carmen. Oh my goodness, Absolutely Carmen! Not. Incredible. Carmen, Carmen is our is our life. So she's uh-huh. a standard poodle, um, a silver standard poodle. So um, they're a they're a beautiful color. They're not a very common color, um, and they start off. Um, they're born jet black wow. completely jet black um and then as they as they mature over the first you know it can take up to three years um their their coat color changes from this jet black to um a beautiful silvery silvery gray color 
Um, so yeah, so that's she that's her colouring. She's oh, she, she is such her, a sweetheart. She is. She's she does, a very she gentle. She does bounce dog. like a lamb, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah. She she's she a little does. spring lamb. <laughs> she's basically our child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah pretty and, much. And you you have to. You have to go with Kate to many shows under sufferance, sure. I think. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, that yeah right. supportive poodle dad, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Well, in fact, this weekend we got through, we finally got through the um, official certificate for her French champion title. Oh, well done. Yeah, she went all the way to Paris last oh, April yeah. um, and won her French champion title. So mm. very, very proud of her. So that's <laughs> finally... to you as well. It's hard work. It's uh, hard yeah. work. watching you do Kate's it. very yeah. Dedicated, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work, and she's also qualified for Crafts for Life. Amazing, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised at all. That's <laughs> incredible news. So, just to finish off, then, mm-hmm. what three words would you use to describe Nirvana Vets? Well, I mean, the most important thing to us is that our business is compassionate, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and it's not just compassionate to pets it's compassionate to owners but also very importantly to the people that we work with as well you know from you know from the our nurse abby um you know who gets paid fairly because i think a lot of vet nurses are not paid fairly um it's an issue we're really trying to tackle absolutely the mental health within the industry absolutely but also for you absolutely but also compassion towards ourselves you know cutting Mm. ourselves some slack and just definitely letting it's hard-hitting stuff yeah Yeah. day on day yeah Yeah, it requires a lot of kindness to, to everyone yourself yeah. everyone within the, the company and, and obviously all the clients, clients and pets, and pets yeah sure. um so yeah compassion ethical you know being an ethical business yes, is very important yeah. to yeah. us um yeah. which kind of ties in with with that as well mm. um and i think you're pretty timely value. as well you're pretty timely as well yeah yeah Do you know what i mean yeah you did mention that in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think value as well. Yeah. So maybe there's four things. Yeah. There you go. I'm yeah. sure we yeah. could think of plenty more as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we could just chat to you for, for ages now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think. And I think, I think actually as dog, dog owners yourself, mm-hmm. uh, what, what comes over to me uh, a great deal is about the empathy. Mm-hmm. Do you actually understand? Yeah. You know what? What the, you know the dog owner is going through. The importance so of it, yeah. and, exactly. And, and, and the fact that you're listening, because a lot of people they just want to be able to talk and be heard. Yes. And the fact that you're taking the time out, you know, to listen, mm-hmm. you know, so people can be heard. Mm-hmm. That that that's a great service, you know, and giving that empathy is so important yeah. because it's it's the start of that process mm-hmm. for that, you know, calm and 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 sort of closure on what is man's best friend. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Dan, I'd like to finish this our yes. second podcast. Are we finished? Podcast. Yeah, it's been great chatting to you guys. Um, I know you've got lots of lovely testimonials and reviews as well. Um, if anyone wants to go and, and look at those, um, they're just lovely. I'm total testament to you too. But yeah, it's been great chatting to you. Thank you so much again Thank for you being for here us. with us. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan, Thank as yeah. always. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Kate. Thank, um, you. Thank you for listening. Bye.